We're going to be in Ephesians, the last two verses of chapter 4. So it'll be chapter 4, verses 31 and 32. And uh, if you find your place there, so you can look for Ephesians uh, chapter 4 at the end of the chapter, verses 31 32. I see from your rising that you found your place. And so we'll read here as Paul's writing to this church of Ephesus. Uh, and he says, there's one simple thought that he deals with here that we'll deal with this morning. In verse 31... He here writes, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. And Lord, this morning... Uh, we thank you for the day, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your presence already, Lord. I can, I can feel the sweetness, Lord Jesus, uh, of your presence. And I thank you and I ask you, Lord, just continue with us a while as we read here in your word and as we go over, Lord, these things that you left for us. Help us, Lord, to grow closer to you, uh, Lord, even this morning through the hearing of your word. And let us, Lord, uh, be put further away, Lord, from the things that we left behind. Uh, and, and let us have more of us left behind. And let us draw close to you, Lord, and let your love fill our hearts. We ask you this this morning, for we need you, and we ask you this in your precious name, Lord Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Uh, There's a lot to deal with here. I can't deal with it all, Uh, and some of it I've probably dealt with here before, even out of these verses. I want to deal with the phrase, for Christ's sake, uh, because that's what I want to preach this morning, is for Christ's sake. Uh, But I I do want to, before I get into this thing, look at the whole of this that I read to you. This whole thing has to do with forgiveness, and that is important. You know, we we really need to work toward all the time being the people that we we ought to be. Uh, You're just like me. Uh, I, like I said so many times before, you ain't no better than me and I know me. And we always have to work toward doing the best uh, and we always have to work against doing our worst uh, because your flesh wants to rise again just like mine does. But if you want something to work toward, uh, if you want to get uh, to more of the Bible than just the thou shalt not, if you want to get into how then do we live a Christian life, I tell you this is a big one, in being forgiving. Uh, and forgiveness uh, and, and looking at others who have done you wrong now surely you don't have any shortage of people that have done you wrong uh, d- learning how to forgive them and, and there's the answer to it all is in that little phrase I said I want to deal with this morning for Christ's sake for Christ's sake we should be a forgiving people uh, in memory of what he did for us for example in the scriptures it records uh, well let me uh in, in the scriptures it records, I believe it's in the book of Matthew, no it's in Luke. In Luke it records this, uh, this saying here where Jesus was talking about uh, forgiveness itself. Uh, and, and he said to Simon the Pharisee, he said, Simon I have somewhat to say unto thee. Uh, and he saith, Master, say on. He says, there was a certain creditor which had two debtors. And the one owed 500 pence and the other 50. So one of them owed 10, 10 times as much as the other. He said, when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him most? Simon answered and said, I suppose that he to whom he forgave most. And he said unto him, thou hast rightly judged. Now, I would ask you, how much did God forgive you? 
I mean, I don't know where you rank on the, on the thing from top to bottom uh, compared to everybody else. I got a feeling he had to forgive me of more than most folks. I don't know if that's true or not, but I feel that way. I, I feel like that, that I needed a whole lot of forgiveness. And, and so I, I ought to love even more. And for Christ's sake, I ought to forgive even more. You know, James and John uh, were, were called uh, Boanerges. That is to say, the, the sons of thunder. They apparently had a fiery temper. And, and they... Uh, they at one time they asked the Lord Jesus if he was going to call fire down from heaven to destroy some people who weren't doing right. Uh, and, and the Lord told them they didn't even know what spirit they were of. Uh, you know, but at the end of it all, uh, when the Lord had done His work in John's life, He was known as the Apostle of Love. You know, the more that we've been forgiven, the more we ought to forgive others. You want something to work on, forgiveness is something we ought to work toward. Being more forgiven of others. Uh, it should be that when somebody cuts us off in traffic, that we think, well, I've, I've done that before, and just let it go. Instead of shaking our fist and calling them every name but the right one, we ought to be able to just let it go. Uh, and, and so I hope that you do work toward this. But now I told you this is what this little phrase, this little section, this little paragraph is about. It's forgiveness. Uh, but I want to go somewhere even deeper than that. I want to go to that little phrase for Christ's sake. Even though, again, this, this paragraph or this section deals with forgiveness itself, it especially tells us why. Why? For Christ's sake. And pardon me, I'm trying not to lose my voice. <clears throat> for Christ's sake. So I'm telling you, for Christ's sake, if we think on this thing right, how can we become then this people that are kind and tenderhearted, that are forgiving? Well, we've got to keep in mind why. We've got to keep in mind for Christ's sake. And if we can remember uh, that what we do is for Christ's sake throughout the week, throughout the days, not just in church, but throughout the work day, throughout the work week, uh, throughout the times when we're out in public, uh, when we're going hither and yonder, uh, then it will help us do whatever it is that we're supposed to do. Uh, first off, it'll keep our purposes right. It'll keep our purposes right. Why do we do what we do? We do it for Christ's sake. We do it for His testimony. Uh, we do it so that, so that others uh, might see the Lord Jesus in us. We forgive. Uh, we, we give. We, we, uh, we are kind for Christ's sake. For His sake who died for us. Who forgave us. Who removed our debt. Uh, who removed our sins from us. Who remitted our sins. Has anybody here ever sinned? Is it important to you then that that sin be forgiven? And I, I know it is. And I tell you then, for the sake of remembrance of that great work that Jesus Christ did upon the cross of Calvary, we should for Christ's sake uh, be a forgiving people. For His sake. Uh, I'll put it to you this way in the book of James. James reminded us uh, and said, it's in chapter 2, in verse 13, if you want the street address, he said, For he shall have judgment without mercy that has showed no mercy, uh, and mercy rejoiceth against judgment. You know what he's doing? He's reminding us of something here. He said, You don't want to be like that debtor that was forgiven that wouldn't forgive anybody else's debts. But you want to be like that one who, being forgiven, went and frankly forgave. Amen. For Christ's sake. Remembering how much we've been forgiven. If I've been forgiven something which is the penalty of was an eternal death, how much more should I be able to forgive something whose only cost was money? How much more should I be able to forgive uh, if somebody has done me wrong, uh, some wrong that would, uh, it wouldn't matter in a hundred years, 
considering that I've been forgiven things that it wouldn't matter in a hundred years. I should be able to forgive for Christ's sake. I should be able to put things behind me for Christ's sake. I should be able to forget about what somebody said about me. After all, I, I probably earned it. And for Christ's sake, I should be able to live better. For Christ's sake, I should be able to not concern myself with the wrongs of others. So I tell you that our purposes should be set in order for Christ's sake. Remembering Him who died for us. Remembering Him who came down for heaven. For us. For us. Uh, the ones who had rebelled against Him and who had rejected Him. The ones who had, who had, uh, had nothing to do with Him. That I don't know, maybe some of you here uh, got saved early in life at the first opportunity you had. And if so, I commend you for it and I'm glad for it that the Lord saved you from the destructiveness that was out in the world. But many of us here uh, had already heard the call of the Lord more than once and had turned Him aside. Uh, and in His gracious mercy, He continued in His long-suffering to reach for us and to deal with us until finally we turned to Him. And for Christ's sake, remembering how that I deserve damnation as much or more than anybody I know, I should be able then to live for Him, to want to live for Him, to love Him with all my heart. For Christ's sake, that means that my purposes, my purposes should be set right. Uh, because the remembrance of what he did for me. Uh, when I think about that whip that was thrown across his back and drawn back, and they said that in that whip uh, that there were little pieces of bone and little things of rocks, the rocks and so forth were there to bruise uh, so that the next whiplash would tear skin off and the pieces of bone and, and of glass were there to rip and shred the skin. And how that, that, that whip was thrown on his back Time after time, it's often said that it was 39 lashes, but we don't know that. The Jews limited it to 39 lashes, but the Romans didn't have a limit. And it was the Romans that, that whipped him. When it says scourged him, it's not talking about how you scour something clean. It's talking about the beating that he took on there. And he did it for me because I deserved an eternal damnation in hell. He took a beating on uh, of that whip for me. And he was took and they drove the nails through the the part of the hand that causes the most uh, excruciating pain. They say all the nerves go through right there. And it's the only place that'll, that'll, uh, that'll hold up, the, that'll suspend the whole body. It's right through that one place in the, in the wrist of the hand. Uh, and, he, and he laid there and let them drive those nails through that for me. For me. So why then, for Christ's sake, should I not go out and live for Him? Why should I not? If He was that long-suffering to me, why should I not be long-suffering toward others? And if I would not hear Him at His first call, why then should I not go out to someone who's already rejected the call and already turned me down? Why shouldn't I go back? He came back to me. So then I tell you, it sets our purposes aright. If we remember that what we do, we do for Christ's sake. This has nothing to do with my pride. As a matter of fact, it has everything to do with removing my pride. This has nothing to do with any kingdom I'm building. As a matter of fact, it goes contrary to any kingdom that any man builds. It's his kingdom. It's his name. It's for Christ's sakes that we go and we do what we do. It's for his sake. <laughs> I tell you, if we keep that right in our mind,
It'll help us live right. Can I tell you, it'll, it'll help us do something else too. It'll help us pray right. Not only if we remember Christ's sake, will it help us set our purposes in order, but it'll, hit our, it'll help us set our petitions in order. I want you to think about this. How often we pray to God with the wrong motives. And that's right. We, we pray, even when we pray for good things, we pray sometimes for the wrong <coughs> reasons. Not long after I was saved, there were about five of my cousins uh, that, that I, I had on my heart that I wanted, I, I wanted them to be saved. You know, the most natural thing in the world for somebody when they get saved is to want other people to be saved. And now since that time, there's been a couple of them come in. There's still about three of them that are still out there. And I'll still come back to that little short list sometimes and begin to pray for their salvation. And as I begin to pray, I've noticed sometimes that I pray for the wrong reason. Lord, I've been praying for so long. Won't you hear this? It ain't got nothing to do with that. Sometimes I might, in, in, in my error, pray for their mother's sake or their father's sake who served you so faithfully. That's still not the right reason. Now that's right. Not because I want to see it, but the only reason I know of to pray for salvation is for Christ's sake. Because, Lord, you died for them. Because, Lord, you deserve their soul. I don't. The church don't. It's got nothing to do with us. It's for Him. It's for Christ's sake we pray for the lost. And so often we pray for the lost for our sake. Because we want to see them in. Or because my friends or my family want to see them in. And though it's a good thing to pray for, that's not the real reason we need to pray for it. But it needs to be for His sake. For Your name's sake, Lord. When we pray for our bodies to be healed, we often pray for our bodies to be healed because we want to feel better. Well, what's that got to do with anything? The only reason to pray is for His sake. For His name's sake. Lord, show Your glory through my healing. Now, if I'm not going to tell anybody about it and I've concealed His glory, then I've made a liar out of myself when I prayed for my body to be healed that He be glorified. <clears throat> we pray because after all, He paid the price. He paid the price for our bodies to be healed. By His stripes, we are healed. So Lord, let it be for Your name's sake that we're healed. These names we have on the prayer list, why do we pray for them? It should be it's for Christ's sake that His name be lifted up. That His name be glorified. Not just so we can feel better. For Christ's sake. Everything about us is for Christ's sake. I know it sounds strange to you. This is not a strange doctrine at all. Everything we do, we do for His sake. Everything we desire, we desire so that we can serve Him. Everything that we want, everything we wish for is so that His name be lifted up. So that His kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. In earth. That includes, by the way, this earth as it is in heaven. For Christ's sake. So then we live with our purposes set forth for Christ's sake. 
And we pray and petition God for Christ's sake. Everything for His sake. For His name's sake. Why do I want to be healed? So I can serve Him better. But if it be so that I serve Him better as I am, then Thy will be done. If it serve your purpose better, Lord, that I should suffer through this thing, that others might see the patience that you give to your children, then thy will be done. See, it's for Christ's sake that we pray. Not our own. Not our own. Otherwise, we would be like those who think of God as an ATM machine. Someone who you can just pray to and get instant happiness in your own flesh. But that's not why we pray. We pray that His will be done. That His name be glorified. That His kingdom be built up. For Christ's sake. The last thing I would tell you, for I, I didn't have a lot to bring you, is not only if we remember that everything's for Christ's sake, not only will it set our purposes right in the way that we live, in the way that we talk, in the way we treat others, not only will it set our prayers and our petitions aright in the way that we pray and the purpose that we pray, what we pray for and how we ask for it, but it will also set our praise in order. That's right. We'll know how to thank God better if we remember that what we're thanking Him for is for what He's done. If we thank Him, not because we feel better, not because we're anything, but because He's everything. Uh, when we remember that, even our praises are, are better. It, uh, there was a time when the Lord sent out 70 disciples to go preaching <clears throat> in Luke chapter 10. It starts off and says, After these things the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two by two before His face into every city and place whither He Himself would come. Later in that chapter, we find says, In the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through Thy name. Now listen, what they said was true. That's right. Uh, if you're going out and doing anything in the name of Jesus, and I'm not talking about saying the phrase in the name of Jesus, but if you're doing it in His name, uh, then you are indeed, uh, you are given the power to accomplish the work that the Lord sent you to do. And that means even the devils are subject to you uh, when you do anything in His name and through His name. And He said unto him, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. He says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. But look what he said next. Notwithstanding in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. He said, look, what you need to praise me for, what you need to come up and thank me for, is not the fact that you've got spiritual power. He said, not that that's not true, not that that's not needed for us to do the work of God, but he said, what you really need to thank me for is that your names are written in heaven. Why? Because it's for Christ's sake that we were saved. It said, God, for Christ's sake, forgave you. Why did God forgive you? For Christ's sake. What do we rejoice about? What was done for Christ's sake? What was done for His name? We rejoice and praise Him for His work, for what He did, for His glory throughout all the ages. We thank Him for what He's done in our life. Amen. Our praises are to go for Christ's sake. We're not thanking Him. I mean, don't get me wrong. 
it's not a bad thing to thank, thank him for every little thing that he's given unto you. But remember in the context of everything being for Christ's sake. Why is it important that he would give you uh, the food on your table and the clothes on your back? Simply that you might testify of his greatness to, to the people. When's the last time you thanked God to people that didn't even follow him? When's the last time that you told somebody that was lost how good the Lord was? Amen. If you're not doing that, uh, then you're not really thanking him for Christ's sake. I'm telling you, thank him uh, for what he's done so that he gets the glory. Give him glory for what he's done for your soul and give him glory in, in, the, in the public. I don't know. I'm starting to stammer over my words, but I know what I'm trying to get to you. We praise him for his own namesake. For his own namesake. Why? Because God commendeth his love toward us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's what we praise him for. He's our purpose. And he sets our purposes aright when we remember everything we do is for his name's sake. For Christ's sake. It sets us aright in how we pray to him and how we fellowship with him. When we remember how we pray and how we praise is all for Christ's sake. Amen. We're not here for us. Don't get me wrong. The Lord gives us the benefit that this helps us. But what we're here for is for Him. It's all about Him. It's all about Him this morning. And I hope that in your heart, in your heart, deep within you, that everything you do every day, not just today, on this day when we remember Him, on the Lord's day, on the first day of the week, not just this day, but every day, that what we do every day, every morning when we get up, is to set Him as our purpose. Because it keeps us right to remember that what we do and what we say and what we pray and what we praise is all for Christ's sake. Because God, for Christ's sake, forgave us. Amen. Well, Brother Craig, that's all I have this morning. If you have a song for us this morning, if you would come up, uh, we'll close out in song this morning as we normally do. I'm glad to see you this morning and God bless you all after we're dismissed as you go home. Brother Craig.